You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. scheduling system that supports an efficient assembly line, just-in-time production, and smooth workflow processes. Electric vehicles are the future of the automotive industry. They are more efficient, easier to maintain, cleaner, and cheaper to run than their traditional combustion engine counterparts. They are computerized machines that use AI to improve safety and in the near future provide autonomous driving. You take the role of rookie employees trying to manage supplies and suppliers, improve and innovate automotive parts, and get your hands greasy on the assembly line in order to boost production and impress Sandra, the factory manager. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum, and this is Justin, and I'm bringing a review of Kanban EV, the latest from Vital Lacerda. This was put out from Eagle Griffin Games, art and illustration from Ian O'Toole, plays 1-4 to four players, 14 and up, in 60 to 150 minutes. MSRP is $129.99. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this review is because of that price tag. So let's dive in to a Lacerda game and see if those price tags match what you get in the box. First impressions is Kanban is a big, heavy, chunky Euro game with an appropriate theme that matches the mechanics that you're trying to do in a presentation that really all comes together in a greater package. The game itself is big. However, on the inside, you have trays component pieces, removable trays that allow you to set up the game, store the game very nicely. All your cardboard is your triple thick, your player boards are triple layer boards, so you have nests and things for your supplies and your items. The game itself has a lot of wooden peoples, and the cards themselves have a decent good linen finish to them, so they feel like they're already a good high quality game. All this was on a Kickstarter at one point, so it is definitely got that Kickstarter-y feel from the game and not your standard mass production style game because of all those stretch goals it unlocks, as well as Lacerda having such a following that when he puts a new game on Kickstarter, it definitely does well and gets a lot of those fancy upgrades, which are becoming more standard expectation for one of his games. Is it a $129 game? Let's talk about that. Ultimately, you're working against your factory manager and your fellow players. And one of the great things about Kanban is as complex as it looks, once you're actually in the game and doing the actions, a lot of the icons start making sense. A lot of the systems that if I go here, I get parts. If I get parts and I get designs from a different section of the board, I can then go take that to spend parts in these sections spend designs in that section and all of this is managing your time and managing your actions efficiently you're working on different workstations and each player can take a different workstation which grants you different actions and each department has its own different actions you can take which is nice because you can kind of just teach each zone to your players and once they see it in action pretty easy to pick up however it does have a little bit of that rules download to start with since everything is leaning into each other it's hard to just show a couple pieces and get playing because all the pieces interplay with each other such a way in an efficient machine that you need to kind of know what everything does before you can even take your first turn. So what does Kanban do well? It keeps the game flowing. It does do a lot of good stuff in the kind of a worker placement action selection vein of game. 
you capture the theme very well by you need your designs for the cars, you need to get the cars off the assembly line, you need to get the cars in your garage, and everything you do scores points. Now, one thing that doesn't score you points is if you're playing with the traditional game and not any variants on it, which it does come with a couple variant options for you to mix up your gameplay with. But Sandra, your factory manager, walks around, checks her station, the departments each day, and evaluates whoever has the least training. If you don't go around training, you're going to get valued by Sandra, who's going to mark you down. Now, if you do get valued by Sandra, if you have the right parts for that department on your player board, she might leave you alone. If not, she's going to subtract points from you. Now, one of my first impressions of the game was in my very first two-player game of Kanban. I avoided Sandra's wrath a lot, and my opponent was destroyed by her every turn was losing points left and right because i was working on that training i may have sacrificed himself interestingly enough we both ended the game with identical scores and he won with a tiebreaker so even though he was penalized his end game scoring was more productive because he never really had his actions limited by sandra just his score one other great thing about it is once you kind of see the actions interplay you can get a little bit more going on the board you can see how things kind of built up and multiple strategies do allow you to win. One cool thing I do like about Kanban in that sense is I haven't found a strategy that isn't a terrible strategy. You can hyper-focus on something, you can spread your wealth around, but everything you're doing in the game gets you points. And that's one of the things that it does very, very well. Being able to say, yes, that's gonna score you points. Yes, that's also gonna score you points. Yep, if you do that, that will score you points is one of those you don't feel necessarily like you're making a wrong move. You may not be making the optimal moves, and after a couple plays you can start seeing those optimal moves to figure out where you can get your setups, where this action is going to lead to this action, which will lead to a greater action in the end. Now it does scale one to four players, so it does have a solo mode, and the two-player mode plays almost as the same as the three and four player mode which is actually really nice compared to some of the other Lacerda games where you have to spoof a third into this one you don't have to do that because Sandra is essentially just going to block spaces but she's still going to behave in a very similar method and there's a couple other tweaks but other than that two player mode is pretty much the same as three and four player mode now let's talk about some of the opportunities that Kanban has and I'm going to lead right off with the solo mode Solo mode has two other NPCs other than Sandra that you're playing around with. They have an AI deck and you kind of have to learn a subset of rules to figure out how those are going to work in the game because they also don't work the same way. One works slightly different than the other. So yes, it's a solo game, but you kind of have to play a different game to play the solo game. It's not the end of the world and it's not as quite as complex as an, an Atoma player mechanic, but it is definitely a different subset of rules, so it's not necessarily like you can train to play and get better at Kanban 100% because real players are not going to behave like those NPC tokens. It is a heavier and more complex Euro game. Not every player is going to enjoy a game such as this, and it does not seem to be easily accessible. While the theme is an automotive assembly line and production management, some players could also find this too real, too normal, too much like their day job, and could potentially be turned off from this. Now, there is the rare duck that may say, yeah, well, that's exactly what I want to do, but I think less normal than people who want to escape with their gaming. There's a little bit of too much analysis paralysis in the game, it is reduced in a couple ways. You have to choose a new department each turn. 
So you can't stay in the same department you were in. If you're already in research and development, you have to leave it in the next turn. So that takes some choice off your plate. And the biggest thing is which major area are you going to go into? And each area only has a couple actions you can take within it. So that does reduce your choices a little bit, but it's one of those important things to figure out. You need to play through the game first just kind of bambling about and kind of seeing what can work, what does work before you can really get a good solid play in the game. So your first game will definitely feel like a test game and that's okay on these bigger, heavier, complex games. But sometimes it would be nice to actually not have to do that. And I would appreciate a game that would have a little bit more of even just kind of a training mode where it walks you through like, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this. And all of a sudden you now see what your game is. One grand example I can say that I've seen done before is first time player aids in Scythe, where it does suggest, hey, Player one, why don't you choose one of these four actions and do it? Then you could walk through and see what that action does. Player two, pick a different action that player one didn't pick because none of them really seem to be the wrong choice. And in Kanban, I can see something like that working where you have each player pick a slightly different department and then you can walk through what each department does. The downside is Kanban is just enough complex where if you go to research and development first, you're probably going to do training because that's where Sanders going next. And you really don't have any cars to pick off the test track. So you might be able to upgrade a piece. But if you don't know what pieces you need to grab during your new employee orientation, well, then you don't even have the setup to do that properly. It would be nice to see something like that have been introduced, but it does not exist. One other thing I would like to note that could be an opportunity is there's a couple expansions with a couple other game modes and other game modes are fine and they're like micro expansions but they don't really seem to add too, too much to the game. Most of the stuff that I feel enhances the game and mixes it up is already in there. You have a regular and nice Sandra modes. Regular Sandra is your mean boss who will rip you a new one. Or nice Sandra rewards the top dog, brown-nosing player who has completed their training. And if they hit their training goals and do well in that department, then they get an extra kicker. I don't like new Sandra mode for that sense of rewarding a player who's already winning. I prefer to boost a player who might be in the back to allow for suboptimal players or newer players to compete with players who have been playing the game and have been doing well. It's kind of uh, winners win more and rewarding a player who's already in the lead seems to just further that lead and it's not necessarily an ideal situation just my take on that type of mechanic and i would normally appreciate not making a winner win more last piece i do want to touch on with kanban ev is it's essentially a 2.0 version of kanban driver's edition and kanban lacerda did make kanban years ago as an earlier game and this is a new iteration of it that has cleaned up some of the rules, rebalanced a couple things, and then put it on an electric vehicle or EV skin to modernize it in the theme even. All of that's appreciated, and if you have the original Kanban, play that. If you don't have it at all, EV is the more definitive version, if you will. Last big piece, let's talk about that $129.99 MSRP. Is it worth it? If you're looking at a high quality game with great insert, great pieces, great mechanics behind it, it does push that envelope in that 129 category. It really, really does. Would I like to see this game come around maybe $100? Probably. Though, I don't believe you're getting ripped off at 129. It just seems to be on that. You need to be a board game enthusiast to be able to justify the price of $129.99 on a board game. And the flip side of that, 
most casual gamers are probably not going to be looking at a game like this, and this is going to be one that's attracting your heavier Euro players, your people who know who Vital Lacerda is, or, in fact, your hobbyist gamers, much like myself. Is it worth it? Yes. If you're already in the hobby and are looking for something a little bit deeper and more complex than what you're used to. If you are still relatively new to hobbyist gaming, I would put this on your wish list and keep it around for when you're ready for that next level of challenge. It is definitely on the heavier side of games, and Lacerda definitely doesn't make them simple, and they're very intimidating to start. However, when you're ready for a game like this, you will get lots of mileage out of it. So that 129 price tag isn't as scary as it is once you take into account the amount of gameplay you're going to get out of it, as well as the component and presentation included within the box. That being said, this has been the Tabletop Arcanum's review of Kanban EV from Eagle Griffin Games. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also drop a like, comment, follow, review, wherever you've been listening to this. Please let us know what you thought. Until next time, thank you for listening, and happy gaming. You've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you.